Hey, it's Scott Orner, Cruise Consulting, and welcome to another episode of Founders and Friends. And before we start the podcast, let's give a quick shout out to Rippling. Rippling is the new cool payroll tool that we see a lot of startups using. Rippling is great for your traditional HR and payroll. They integrate very nicely. But guess what? They did another thing. They integrate into your IT infrastructure. They make it really easy for when you hire someone to spin up all the web services and their computer, which sounds kind of like not a huge deal. But actually, we did the study at Cruise. We spend $420 on average just getting a new employee's computer up and running and their web service up and running. It's actually a really big deal. It saves a lot of money. And the dogs are eating the dog food. Like We see a lot of startups coming in to Cruise now using Rippling. So please check out Rippling. Great service. We love it. I think we have a podcast with Parker Conrad. You can hear it from his own words, but we're seeing them take market share. So shout out to Rippling. And now to another awesome podcast at Cruise Consulting's Founders and Friends. Thanks. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise. Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Olm. Welcome to Founders and Friends Podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And today, my very special guest, Rock Felder of Squadcast. Welcome, Rock. Hi, Scott. Happy to be here. So I have to tell, I tell everyone, this is an honor. We are doing a podcast on the podcasting recording platform I use, Squadcast. I love it. It's amazing. And I asked Rock to come on and 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 just be here with us. Well, man, I'm happy to because uh, a year ago, and I think I was just telling you this before we we hit the record button. Uh, I was a listener. I was a fan of your show, and you know, was like maybe there would be an opportunity where I could be interviewed, and uh, you know, and hopefully, uh, Squadcast would be in the mix as well. So it's it's truly an honor for me. Well, you guys, have, I have to give you so much credit. Well, I'll we'll kind of get to how you created Squadcast in a second, but like. Like you saw this happening like years ago, like you, you saw the future in a way. And it was like, I, I had been using something else and I wasn't very happy with it. And I switched over to you and it's been freaking awesome. It, Cause I can like see you We're for those that don't know what's, well, maybe why don't you tell the audience what Squadcast does and how you had the idea for the company? Yeah. So, so Squadcast is a recording platform to help podcasters connect with their guests, super, make it super easy. And with the idea of having it captured in the highest sound quality possible. So the experience looks very, looks and feels very similar to like a Skype or zoom call. However, the audio that's being recorded in that conversation, Squadcast does all the heavy lifting to make sure that that's the highest sound quality possible with the goal that it sounds to your audience. Like it happened in the same room. Like they don't even know it, that it was in two parts of the world. Yeah. It's so powerful because you basically go to the website. It's all through your browser. So you go through a website, you set up the event, you invite the person through a link. You both kind of get in a room, almost like a zoom room, except, and the experience is kind of similar in that you can both see each other, mm -hmm. but Squadcast is like, we have a real editor who does this podcast. The sound quality is so much better coming out of Squadcast than like Zoom or some of the other competitors that that's why we use Squadcast. Like it's actually really amazing. You can really tell the difference. Um, so you got, you just built something that's really amazing and I'm so excited to have you on. What was the moment? What, what was the Eureka moment? How'd you have the idea to start it? Yeah. So I got to give full credit to the idea of Squadcast to my partner and our CEO, Zach. He, um, is a, so him and I are, are high school friends. Um, and after high school, 
uh, we went our separate ways as far as college path, career path. He went the computer programming route. I went the finance and accounting route. Uh, I was working at a CPA firm before Squadcast. And my personal journey was that I was overall pretty happy and content with with my direction and career path and, and the firm I was working for. And it, it was really great exposure uh, to someone that's like first getting involved in the business to all these. I was getting to to talk and rub shoulders with other founders and executives and board members and just remember thinking like, well, why can't I do that? Maybe I can try that. Like, what if kind of thing? So personally, I was like, well, I, I kind of want to do something more creative, more independent, more entre entrepreneurial. So I had been mentally and financially preparing myself to to do something like that. But with, with Zach's journey was kind of similar in the sense that he was looking for another outlet outside of his career in computer programming. And when he was what he was originally trying to do was create a podcast, a science fiction podcast with his friends that were remote. They were scattered all across California. And we really ran into trouble with the ease of use and really in like getting the highest sound quality possible, which was really needed for something like an, uh, yeah. like an audio drama. So for, unfortunately they, they, you know, ran into all the problems that were consistent with what a lot of podcasters were, were experiencing. And Zach saw it as a potential opportunity for, a product, a business. And so he reached out to me and had no idea. I was already kind of looking for something like this. And when he explained it to me, I really got it at first because I was already a huge fan of podcasting as a listener. I had already experienced the magic, if you will, and kind of been obsessed and never really understood why more people weren't aware of podcasting. And I also thought that a lot of people, once they listen to podcasts, would have this like aha moment of like, we should create a podcast. Like, and so really seeing that Squadcast could empower people to do that. And then the combination of podcasting in this remote collaboration nature. So I think Zach and I were really fortunate to work in occupations that allowed us to work from home and, and work remotely. So to, to me and him, it wasn't that wild that people were going to want to collaborate at a high quality, even if they were uh, long distance from each other. So I think that's where we maybe saw ahead is that we didn't realize how big a deal like working remotely working from home was and you know fast forward to to 2020 where that's where everybody is and you know as, as unfortunate as the worldwide situation was to have a a product that was positioned to help people just for that situation we we, we do feel fortunate for that yeah that's amazing what what year was that was that 2018 or what year were you starting out yeah so it was 2016 so damn a lot has that's changed good. in in yeah. in especially the last 2 years in the podcasting space so yeah when we started it was still like again not a lot of people were even aware of a podcast spotify was I don't even think really had had made any made it clear that they were as interested in podcasting as what they are now and and so many others. So um, it was starting to get that that vibe of experiencing growth and and scale that you know we always thought it would. And then yeah, just really carving out our niche and being the best at what we do, which is helping people record that conversation in the highest sound quality possible. Yeah, it's really amazing. I mean, you guys really did. You were just. You're the classic founders who figure it out earlier than everybody else and actually take action, which is the most important part of it. So kudos to you guys. Thank you. I feel like this is taking, like it's replacing radio. I know it's replaced radio in my life. Like I don't listen to the radio anymore. I listen to podcasts or Apple music. That's like what I listen to. I mean, are you hearing and seeing the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. Especially with 
how disrupted the daily commute is where I think yeah. a lot of the things that were keeping radio alive was, was habit. And yeah. so my original hypothesis was that once podcasts get more integrated into our vehicles, the way that they kind of are with Tesla's where the apps just right there, like to me, that's when it was going to be a ne the next level of podcasting taking over just the way podcasting getting introduced to the iTunes store or becoming its own app was like a big moment for podcasting. I think once it's integrated into the car, but it's kind of taken its own route. And what we're seeing uh, as as industry ins insiders is that the the behaviors and habits of listeners are changing as well. So what they're calling like the the first listener, which uh, I think you and I would fall into, Scott, is like generally you're coming to podcasting to gain like knowledge or there's like a purpose that you you, you specifically are looking for. And because you're not going to find it on radio and maybe not even on YouTube, yeah. there's usually a podcast that's, that can that can meet that need, uh, which is the beauty of it. Uh, but now what we're finding is a lot more as podcasting becomes mainstream, people are coming to it for more of an escape. They're looking for entertainment more. So I think that's what kind of content's going to be coming out there more and why you're seeing a lot of celebrity driven podcasts. There's a lot more of the audio dramas that were quite frankly, I didn't even know what an audio drama or science fiction podcast was when Zach first approached me with that idea. Yeah, that was yeah. the only thing wild about the whole idea to me was like, oh, there's like movies, but they're. Uh, audio only and high quality and stuff. And then that's amazing. I didn't know that almost like old school radio, like in the, in the twenties, the forties or something. It's just, like it's, it's very much like it, but, uh, it's, it's yeah. very cool. Uh, what, what they're doing. Um, so that's, that's what we're so excited about is like, you know, moves like Spotify are making or like the big Joe Rogan signing that recently happened. Like it's yeah. exciting for us because so many people have their attention on podcasting and so many people are excited about the space and, uh, finding it for the first time as creators and as listeners. So it's, it's, it's exciting. My use case is kind of funny because I, I mean, I've been listening to podcasts forever and Bill Simmons is the one who kind of entered, got me like going on podcasts many years ago, but I've also been an audible book subscriber mm. and it, to me, it's like the best of audible, but live and very kind of present, yes. you know, like it's stuff that's important right now, but I, and I don't know if this is healthy, so I don't know if I want to admit to this, but I will. I find that I, I, cause I listen to like my podcast when, or the podcast when I'm walking or exercising, but also when I'm doing chores around the house and I feel like I'm kind of listening to my friends talk. And my mom used to say that like Oprah was like her friend, you know, she would watch Oprah every day. Like, you know, she'd tape it and everything like that, but Oprah was her friend. And I feel like some of the podcast celebrities are like that for me. Where like, I still talk to my friends and still text my, my real friends. But these people have become kind of intertwined in their lives and it gives me that same sense of comfort that maybe 15 years ago I would have been talking to my friend on the phone while I was doing dishes or something like that. Do you ever hear people say that? Is that weird? No, not at all, man. And I'm just like you. Like I'm a, a big time listener still and, and that is the number one way I listen is usually doing something else. And I think that's why podcasting provides some unique consumption opportunities because it doesn't demand all of your attention, like maybe a video yeah. does. This is the unhealthy part. I think it's slightly taking the place of some of my oh, friends. Now I got it. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think I'm not calling my friends as often because I'm listening to my podcast well, friends. Does that make sense? It does. And that's just shows what the unique relationship, uh, podcasting affords a podcast host and their listener. And that's why, um, for me, I, when I started to really recognize that, like, there's something like that going on is when I was curious to hear 
my, from my favorite podcast, not about like what new content or who they interview, but like, how are they living through this coronavirus situation? Like that's when I knew like, okay, there's something here where I wanted to see what their experience is like, because, you know, we're all kind of going through the same, but it's still unique and, and, uh, it's obviously confusing and, and wild. So like, I, I, but I found myself like, why do I care what this person is experiencing? But it's like, Oh yeah, because I've been listening to what they think and, and are going through for the last couple of years. So I don't think yeah. you're alone, man, but yeah, we should probably hang out with our friends more too. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast will be like 10 years from now, like the downfall of, of, of relationships. Yeah. I think I too enjoy listening to people talk about some of the COVID stuff because it was that communal commiseration exactly. that you weren't always getting. And I was calling my friends, but like sometimes you just, you just need to be doing it in a kind of a passive way, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool. So anyways, like, okay, I'm glad I'm not super weird. Not at all. Um, I mean, it, it is podcasting though. So, so it does attract a, a unique bunch of folks. So maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, that's, yeah, I'm just yeah. used to it. <laughs> it means you can pick who you listen to. It's kind of like picking your friends. Um, exactly. Well, so and then the other kind of analogy I have, which I felt like this is actually why I started doing podcasting. I think it was like five years ago was it felt like the new blog to me. And I, I'm old, I'm older than you and I'm older probably than many people listening to this. I remember when blogger happened and I used to have a blog, like a personal blog and you can probably find it still on the internet, but like that was like this revolution. And before was, God, what was before? Was it type press? I'm forgetting even blogger and type press maybe came out at the same time. I feel like this in which, and this is why I'm so fascinated with your company. I feel like you're the, you're the rails that the blog, that the analogy of like the blogging is going to run on and Squadcast is, is the rails that podcasting is going to run on like the production, making it so easy for people to produce a quality podcast. I just think is so valuable. And I think you're just freeing up all this information and all these great personal experiences. It just feels like blogging to me in the early days. Yeah. I think the similarities are, are, are very appropriate. And um, I mean, that's what makes it so exciting is there's, you know, still, I mean, there's a million podcasts now, but there's, hundreds of millions of YouTube channels yeah. and then, and Lord knows how many, how many blogs and newsletters. So yeah, this is just a, a, a different, unique way of getting out content. And I think for a lot of people, you know, writing is difficult, but getting behind the mic, if you can just get over that initial fear of like, I don't like the sound of my voice. Here's a note. We, nobody does. <laughs> I think that's just something in us. Um, but you get used to it and you get better really quickly and you get better at talking to people, listening to people. And one of the things that I really, you know, I'm not sure that that you necessarily get with blogging is like the relationships that you build, not just with your audience, which is incredible, but the relationships that you build with your co-host or your guests. Like, you know, yeah. we're having this fun conversation here and 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 that's just strengthening our relationship. Like obviously, you know, we're we're a big fan of Cruise and all that you do, but you know, you and me are are having this own conversation that you never know where it's going to go. And, and that just, it, it provides unique opportunities for, for further relationship building that I was surprised about because it's so much, it's funny to me how much easier it is to get someone to come on my podcast than it is to get, you know, like a cup of coffee. Yeah. 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 Well, but in, and part of that is you guys at Squadcast have made it so easy to actually record a podcast. Cause like, if you think about the, cause I kind of feel the same way. I actually, sometimes people will be like, let's go get coffee. I'll be like, you know what? You're, you're a really interesting person and I love what you're doing. Can we just record that conversation on the podcast basically? Mm-hmm. But instead of that person having to drive to Starbucks and find parking and buy coffee and maybe we get a seat and maybe we don't, or I got to drive all the way down the peninsula yeah. or it's, it's a place that I can't drive and meet in person. 
we just hop on Squadcast. And it's like that little URL. I just send them the URL. It's pretty damn easy. I think that's part of it. And I also think that's why the analogy to blogging is so important because you guys have like compressed the cost and the effort level required in this new medium. And it's, I think it's pretty revolutionary. Like you're a pretty modest guy, but I think we're like in the first or second inning of this. And I think people might look back on Squadcast a few years from now and be like, holy shit, these guys got another 100,000 people producing podcasts, you know, because they made it so easy. Yeah, well, I, I really appreciate you saying that. And and uh, if, if I do come across Modest, I, I definitely have uh, no short of ambition. And it, you're, you're absolutely right. Like when we first entered the space, we just saw this tug of war between if you want high quality, you're going to have to jump through a bunch of hoops. Maybe your guest is going to have to jump through a bunch of hoops. Generally, the guest isn't the most tech savvy individual or at least familiar with yeah. recording audio. So we really wanted to make it super easy, but not super easy, but still able to record high quality audio because we believe that, you know, one of the few things a podcaster has control over that can separate themselves from the rest of the the shows in their category is their audio quality. So why not, you know, take the extra steps. There's a few other things you can do outside of just the the tools or the software you use, like the way you use your equipment is just as important, but it's not difficult to have a great sounding conversation. And then you're, you're right. Like there are certainly advantages to having a podcast interview in person, but we felt like not everybody's going to have access to a studio space or be in the same place at the same time. So why not just open it up and let people connect with each other regardless of where they're at? And it's really this virtual studio that you get to join in and and you always walk away with the best sounding audio. It's so true. I mean, I remember when I first started at, I was, we were, Vanessa and I and Kevin Houck and, and one other person were co-located at ThoughtBot, which is a software development firm in San Francisco. And they had a pretty big podcast at the time, five years ago. So I would see them recording it. That By the way, that was Cruise Consulting with four people five years ago. Sweet. And uh, yeah, it was like, you know, it's a classic story, right? But so they would record the podcast in the conference room and they had all these mics you had to set up and all these sound blockers and amps you had to plug into and know exactly what the gain is supposed to be and all these things. And I was like, I really want to do it, but I was probably intimidated. So I probably didn't do anything for like three months. And then I finally begged their Dan Croak, who was the managing director of ThoughtBot because he had a podcast him and the, their sound engineer taught me how to do it. It was a 30 minute setup process and a 20 minute takedown process. And I honestly never knew if it was actually working or not. It was <laughs> terrifying. Cause like this person would come take time out of their day and I couldn't tell if it was working. Fast forward, So that was like my hurdle to do it, but I still did it. Fast forward to people who want to do it now, they just fire up the squad Squadcast URL and boom, it's like that easy. It's just like, it's really amazing what you've created. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the, the podcaster, the creator's job is is tough enough trying to think of the content, yeah. releasing it on a regular schedule, cultivating that audience. I mean, there's a lot of other hats and, and, and jobs that a podcaster has. And it's very much like starting a startup where, you know, you're, you're operating with, uh, you know, small resources, but, but want to need to accomplish a lot. So we want to be the, want to take care of the tech and the tools and really don't want you to have to worry about anything other than focusing on the content. So yeah, make it, that's why we want to make it easy. Well, and, and you talked about socializing with the guests, but like there's a certain kind of art to warming up the guests. Absolutely. And so I used to, when I was setting up everything, I'd be trying to set up all the equipment while still warming up the guest. And I'd be like half there, half not there. It was, it's actually really hard. 
And for, for like, you've done a lot of these, I've done a lot of these. I don't really get nervous because I got my reps in, but like sometimes people are a little bit nervous when they first start. So talking to them and having like a meaningful conversation before you hit record on the mic is really important. So like you guys made that easy. Like even before we hit record in Squadcast, we can just talk. And then when we get to a point where it's like, okay, let's record this thing. Then you just hit record. It's that easy. So I feel like you guys have solved a lot. There's one, there's one feature request that I've been bugging you for since we first started talking, which I'm dying to be able to download this into video format and put it into YouTube. What, where, what's the status? I, I know I'm annoying about this. You're not, you're not annoying. Uh, it's, it's nice to have be in this position where the demand is, is pulling you so hard. It's starting to get painful because video recording is, is without a doubt our most requested feature. And I'm happy to say it's something that we're, we've been working on now, but it, it's currently in testing. And right now we're just trying to get it to the same reliability and quality that the, that's where our, our audio is. So just to back up the, and you know, it, it kind of leads into what you were just saying about the, the relationship building aspect uh, that Squadcast kind of experience that provides. That's why the video component of Squadcast was always so important. And that's one of the things yeah. we did like about a Skype or Zoom is even though Skype and Zoom weren't built with the purpose of recording that audio, that seeing each other, we really felt help build rapport and hopefully was going to get recorded into the conversation that your listeners are hearing and, and just make a better, better overall experience for everybody. But as you can imagine, we're recording the audio, you're seeing each other in the video. A lot of customers were like, Hey, I, I could really use this. And it wasn't in our original hypothesis because as you know, listeners of podcasting and coming into the space uh, of creators, we didn't think that they would really care about the video files more so that again, that they would want to see their guests and that they really just carry cared about the high quality audio, but they're saying, well, yeah. look, I mean like the podcasting may be the entree of what they're doing, but they're doing a lot of other stuff. They're usually yeah. blogging, emailing on YouTube. They can use the video stuff for social. So we really just want to empower people when it comes to producing remote content. We want to be that platform to do it in the highest quality possible. I, I love it. I can't wait for this to go live. If you need a beta tester, Oh, we'll be calling that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we have a list. You're on it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be really, really nice. Because, but you're right about the, having the video aspect of like being able to see the body language and the facial features of what people are doing and if they're into it or not into it. And it tells you whether you should change the topic or not. Those are all really, really important. So, yeah, you guys are really, you guys did a really good job. It's really nice. You talked about like your and Zach's relationship. Like you guys are kind of the, uh, was it you support each other or you compliment each other? Like you're, you're an accountant. A lot of people don't think of like tech entrepreneurs as accountants, but like, I think that a lot of times like finance oriented people see, see businesses very clearly because they can see the ins and outs of the cash and they know where the money's going. I mean, how, how did you sell yourself to Zach? as a co-founder. <laughs> Maybe he's like, this guy's crazy enough to join me. It, it was more so like that, to be honest. Uh, the, the way Zach puts it, it was, it was a list of one that he, he, you know, felt, felt confident in his, his skills and that, and certainly that he, he was confident he can grow into the position becoming a CEO requires of you. But he knew that he didn't have the strong business background and, and wanted a partner that could help him help him out in that regard. And he had always asked me about different ideas that he had. And, and from my perspective, it was more so like he was just kicking the tires to see, to get my legal or financial opinion, just to see like, does this even make sense? Is this something that I should, should work on? Or, or what do you think, man? And 
I didn't know this, but he was actually thinking of me as a co-founder for those different ideas the whole time. I just never picked up on it. So when he talked to me about Squadcast, he was very much more explicit and upfront saying like, hey, I think this can be something, but I need help and I want a co-founder and I, I, I want you to be that person. And that's when I said, you have no idea, man, that I've been looking for something to do, something to just jump into even though I am like a CPA and a, an accountant and and I, I'm certainly risk averse, I think I have enough of that that crazy entrepreneurial spirit in me to kind of hope for the best and 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 but still yeah. like be realistic along the way. Um, yeah. And honestly, man, at first I, I didn't know how I would fit in because my skill set isn't the common skill set that the business startup founder has, where it's more so a sales or marketing background. And, and quite frankly, yeah. sales is something that is, is, is in my blood. All my, uh, my family members are in sales to some degree. I feel like I've been in customer service or, or client service my entire life. Even when I was a food server, I feel like a lot of the skill sets that I acquired in, in there or at the accounting firm all kind of helped me become the, the founder that I am today, where I'm comfortable dealing with all sorts of people, uh, whether it's executives all the way down to a podcaster, just starting off for the first time. Like I, I love talking to all those types of people and I yeah, love, I love building relationships with them. Um, but yeah, having that, that financial background, I think makes me a little more prepared and less intimidated by the legal and, and, and financial side of things. Um, but I will say the, the, the only downside is like neither of us have marketing in our background. So I think that's been, the one thing that has been the hole in our original founding team, which is fine because it's a lot of skills that we needed to learn and get better at. And, and then we ultimately will hire somebody that's better at it than us. I think you shouldn't beat yourself up about that because the reality is no one can know everything. Right. And that's kind of the key to life is figuring out how to find people who complement your skill set and, and make you look good and you make them look good and together you can be successful. So yeah, I mean, it would be great if you were Superman and could do everything and also like, you know, fly around the world, but Hey, we're human beings. <laughs> uh, well, maybe talk about, let everyone know where they can find Squadcast, like how to get to the URL. And I don't want to be too promotional, but I think the value for the subscription is really amazing. I think I pay 20 bucks a month for like, like all the podcasts I can do basically. So I, maybe talk about just the value proposition and how people can sign up if they're interested. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, the best place to find us is on our website at squadcast.fm and it's squadcast.fm. And there you can you know find out all sorts of information about not just Squadcast, but also like just tips on how to podcast better specifically when it comes to a remote interview, because that is where we specialize. And that's where we see uh, our opportunity to educate folks in the space on how they can uh, just be a better podcaster when it comes to recording your show remotely and how to help your guests get prepared for that. Um, so again, Squadcast.fm is where the best place to find us is. And Everyone gets a free seven day trial to test the product and get comfortable with it. I like wasn't sure because I was switching over from something else that wasn't working that great. But I was like, well, and you guys made that easy for me. I mean, I ended up subscribing instantly, but like it's kind of nice to know you got like seven days to get, kick the tires on something. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's we want people comfortable and confident when they're recording their next yeah. remote interview on Squadcast. So uh, seven days is, is usually enough, but always happy to, to offer extensions if more yeah. time is needed. It's a really amazing product. You guys deserve a lot of credit for just seeing this market and also having the guts to jump into this. Like for like, I feel like podcasting is starting to go mainstream, just starting. So like working back four years from now, <laughs> 
you guys were the definition of early adopters and early builders. And I'm really happy for you. Thank and you. And you guys are really nice people. So, you know, I love seeing nice people succeed. It's, it's really cool. Maybe you can tell everyone where to find you. Like, should they reach out to you via LinkedIn or what's a good, good way to get a hold of you? Yeah. So, uh, LinkedIn is a, is a great way, but, uh, I'm also on Twitter at Rockwell Felder, but yeah, LinkedIn is a great way too. And it's Rockwell Felder there as well. Rock. Thanks for coming by. You're awesome. Say hi to Zach and congrats on all you built. And I'm looking forward to the future. It's going to be pretty cool. Very stoked to be here. Thank you so much for allowing me to share my story. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise from Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Owens.